Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Called to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, your host, and it's a great day. I say that fairly frequently on the podcast, but we're alive, we have the gospel, it's a great day. Um, For those that listened to the previous episode, I talked briefly about how I just finished a book and I'm going to be launching it on October 2nd, which is a Monday, the first Monday of October. It's called Finding Your Why, How to Get the Most Out of Your Mission. And it's a three-part book. The first is for, it's like the before the mission. The second part is during the mission. And the third part is after the mission. So um, ideally, you know, before you go serve, you would read the first six chapters or so, which would cover before and during. And then when you get back, you'd read the last few chapters and it really is just goes along with this podcast because the whole goal of the podcast is to help, help all of us really figure out what our why is, you know, for if, whether that's for serving a mission and that's mostly what this podcast is for tailored to, but it applies in many other aspects of life. Right. So, you know, we could be talking about why are you going to stay an active member of the church in the 21st century? You know, why, yeah. Why are you going to serve a mission? Why are you going to go serve like a service mission? Why are you going to, you know, go serve a mission, you know, a senior mission, you know, what's your why? And that's what the book is about. It helps. It's about helping you find your why, but um, stay tuned for that. And actually if I'm right now, I'm putting together a book launch team. So if anyone is interested in learning what that would entail and joining the book launch team, feel free to reach out. Our email is in the description below. Love to chat with you, um, but please, 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 please reach out, spread the word. Uh, but without further ado, I ha- am here with Grace James. She's from Tennessee. Um, she has a mission call to serve over in the Lisbon, Portugal mission. Um, and she's got about four months, actually, until she she reports. So she's got a little bit of time, um, which is good, right? Because then you can do all the things you need to and not be too rushed but uh, grace welcome to the show how are you i'm great i'm so glad to be here awesome well yeah thanks for taking the time and coming on the podcast sharing your story we're excited to uh to have you of course i'm, I'm excited to share awesome well yeah without further ado let's just just jump right into it so what is your your why your story what what made yeah. you decide to serve so uh let, let's let's go back a bit uh right my uh my conversion story aligns with um my decision to serve so let's, this was actually a year and a half ago, I'd say. Um, this is when I first started to go to BYUI. And um, growing up, I never really had like a eagerness to serve. It was like, I don't know. Well, it was like, a, we'll see, maybe, I don't know. There wasn't a why, but um, I started to go through the motions and uh, started working on my papers Um at this point in my life, I didn't really believe in God, sadly. Um, but I, I, it's not that I didn't want to believe in him. It was just, I didn't, I didn't didn't know how to wrap my head around it. And, um, I was still filling out my papers because I think there was a part of me where I just wanted, I wanted the mission to kind of maybe push me to believe in him. Anyways, nothing wrong with the church. It was just, I couldn't, I couldn't grasp it. So I started working on my papers and, um, 
I met this guy at BYUI and I fell for him really hard, but I just finished my papers and I was like, wait, what? No, no, no. Like I, I had, I had a fork in the road basically. And, um, this, at this time I was, I was starting to look for divine guidance. I was like, father, what what would I do? I have this cute guy that I just met and he seems really interested. This is like, kind of like husband material. And I mean, I'm kind of wanting to serve a mission, but I'm not sure. Um, and I was praying and praying and I couldn't really find an answer from him. And I kind of had come to the conclusion that maybe, maybe sometimes God leaves some decisions in our full agency. Mm. Um, because either path that I took, I, I knew for myself that either path that I took would lead to greatness, mission, marriage, whatever. Right. Um, so because of this cute guy as a weakness of mine, a cute man, but I, I decided to stay and I dated him for about a year. We recently broke up around the beginning of this year, um, on good terms. Um, but man, the, the relationship throughout the entire relationship is how I came to know God, um, my, my decision to serve. And, uh, I'll, I'll start six months into six months into the relationship. I got the answer that dating him was the right answer. I was like, Oh, I got, I got an answer. Um, but I never got an answer to marry him. That that was the right decision to make, um, which is hard because I really like this person. Um, and I started to have this anxiety of like mission and marriage. I, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do, what, what I should do, what should I um, pursue next? So I started to go to counseling and oh my goodness, one of the best things that I've ever done for myself because I, one, found self-love for myself, and that in turn made me help find God, Mm. God's love for me. Um, And it was a whole self-progression. Like, I would listen to tons of podcasts. I would do so many things that were better, like habits. I would implement habits into my life along with school and everything. I I had this routine that allowed me to see God more in my life and just to be nicer to myself, loving myself. And this process was during the relationship, but I still like in the back of my head, I still had that, that reminder, that hitting the back of the head of what about a mission? What about a mission? You'd be a great missionary. I got that all the time. I was like, Oh, you'd be such a good missionary. And then, um, like, Oh, thank you. But I'm planning on not serving because I really like this guy. And I really, I was trying to convince myself that I wanted to marry him. Um, great person and he just I'm sad things didn't work out but he made me grow in so many ways he him sharing of his testimony he served a mission he served in Peru and uh just his example to me of what it's like to become more Christ-like was a great wow. example um anyway so after the um after the breakup there was this moment that I had, I, I, I kind of decided I'm not going to serve a mission because I was telling myself, no, I'm going to get married and get married. No mission, no mission. And so after the breakup, I was like, I got this most heavenly impression. I needed to turn my papers in. At this point, it was like a slap in my face. I was like, wait, what? I, I already decided I didn't want to. Hmm. Um, but um, God laughs, right? <laughs> but... <laughs> 
I, I started working my papers, I, I chose to act. And um, I turned in my papers and oh my goodness, I knowing that I'm going to Portugal back, I'll back up again. Um, I've, I've been to Portugal before. I've grown to love the people of Portugal and it's amazing that God let me to see behind the curtain a bit that he's sending me back. And I'm so excited. I'm learning Portuguese right, right now. And it's a beautiful language. It's hard, but it's beautiful. But I can't believe that I almost didn't go. So, um, so I can see that God put this man in my life to prepare me for a mission because at the time, if I was to serve, I probably wouldn't have maybe touched some people's hearts um, like I probably can now because of the testimony that I was lacking. So I have now grown to believe and love God that he's there for me and I see him more every day in my life. So that's that's the overall uh, wrap around deciding to go and um, my conversion story, I'd say. That's wonderful. That's really powerful. You know, it's cool just, you know, just to look back and you see the the journey, you know, and how God has been in the details mm-hmm. and how it's just like, like, wow, that's crazy to think that, you know, this led to that and that led to the other. And it just kind of, it, just, it all played. Yeah. God, God laid it out for me and I didn't realize it, but it was, it was all part of the plan and went smoothly and I'm so grateful for where I am now. Yeah, that's great. And something you mentioned, actually, that I wanted to just kind of go back to real quick is you mentioned uh, just habits and how you started, you know, implementing certain habits. And obviously, you know, the mission's a big, you know, a big place to learn, you know, certain habits if you don't have them already. But, but what were some habits that you, you've found that have helped you as you've kind of been progressing along? Yes. So I've been listening to tons of different podcasts, but um, a lot of them, I saw a theme of habits and the impact of habits have on your brain. Your brain loves habits. Mm -hmm. And um, I started to push myself small steps to waking up earlier, giving some more me time to myself. This this was a time about six months ago of giving more to myself. so when I w- would wake up earlier, I'd give more time for me because during the day you have classes, you have work, you're busy. Right. And so when, when you, when you give more time to yourself, you have more self-respect, you feel that you have some sort of sense of control in your life and it, it creates more of this ease. Um, and you kind of have more time for God as well, because you give yourself me time because there's self-pondering, there's scripture reading, there's praying. And I found that waking up earlier in the day, not super ridiculous early, early. Like I would just wake up at six in the morning. No, five, mm. 5 a.m. is like the ultimate goal, but that's, that's a bit much for me. But yeah. um, I would wake up at six. I go to bed early. Um, I get more sleep and I, my, my grades were amazing. Oh my gosh. They in school, they always tell you like the odds of um, you getting better grades with better sleep is a th- real thing. And I never really believed that until I started doing it. I, I went to sleep and I had good grades and I was loving myself. Life was great. But the habits that I would do is um, in the morning, I'd wake up, I would go for a walk and I would do lots of journaling and I would 
listen, listening to a lot of audible um, books that I had, um, a lot of scripture reading and lots of general conference stuff, just a lot of self-help kind of things that I would listen to. So that's something I was really into at the time. Um, with these habits, it helped me gain a testimony as well. Ultimately, I found more love for myself and that made me find more love for the people around me and then um, made me have more love for God and the love he has for me. That's great. And, you know, just those those last comments that you were sharing right there where, you know, you, you were sharing that as you came to love yourself more, you were able to give that love to others. And I think that's an important point because you think about the first and great commandment, right? Love love well you love god right with all your heart my mind and strength but mm-hmm. then the second right is to love thy neighbor as thyself and if you don't love yourself you know you really can't you don't have there's nothing to give uh-huh yeah. yes i agree oh. um because when you have that me time you have your your self time because you can tend to be selfish that we as people can tend to be selfish but when you give yourself that me time mm-hmm. i believe that you can then be more selfless throughout the day because you've already given yourself that time that it needs so um yeah yeah no it's true it's true and you think about it you know if we want to take this to the mission i mean on the mission you're you know you have your workout time right and in a sense you know maybe that's your walking time or whatever you know like that's there's there's different things you know you have your personal study if you don't do your personal study you're not going to be prepared for the day you know, for the the different lessons you're going or the people you're going to teach and the things you're going to need to know god won't have that chance to teach you those. So it's, mm-hmm. yes, you know, it could be seen as selfish and, you know, in, in, uh, two large quantities, it probably would be, but you know, there's like a sweet spot, right? Yeah. So, so that's great. Yeah. Thanks for, for sharing that. And yeah, habits are so important. You know, mm-hmm. the things that we consistently do will really determine who we become. Amen. And that's yeah. it. One of my favorite books is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Um, I don't know if you've read it, but I mean, there's similar ones. I mean, Atomic Habits is a similar oh, you know, yes. similar one. That's a great one. Um, but it's just the concept of the, the things that you consistently do, even if they're super small, you know, mm-hmm. like that general conference, uh, that, uh, the elder, I forget his name, but he was talking about becoming 1% better, right? The yes. British cycling team and just how really it's just, you know, little things little things that are honestly in most cases would be seen as insignificant, but if you like string them together and you consistently do them, then boom, that's yeah. how, that's how the mission changes people. And yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> I am super cool. Um, well, Grace, what advice would you give to someone who um, could be in a, you know, a similar situation as to the one you were, or, you know, maybe they're just not sure if they want to serve. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to say two things. One, pray. Um, I, I think right now praying to gain a relationship with your heavenly father can be one of the most important things for making big decisions and listening to the spirit. Um, because I mean, determining a relationship between a person and heavenly father is how they pray. I know for myself that I know I can pray to heavenly father in my hardest and most darkest moments of guilt and shame. I can, I can pray to him. And that proves a lot of a relationship between person and God. Um, so praying, I I'd say would be number one, two is act now, (laughs) turn in your papers. If that like do, do choose a path, um, whether that 
be serving a mission, getting a degree, marrying a person, just make a decision because you never know if God will turn you around or have you keep walking. That would happen to me. And I think if you're not going to choose them, I mean, like you're never going to know. So second is act, just choose. That's great. Great advice. And I don't know, I just, as you're, as you're talking specifically about choosing and acting, you know, I was just thinking, I don't think God is very indecisive, you know, <laughs> obviously, you know, he sees more than us. He's, he's, he's perfect. Right. But, you know, I don't, I think that's, that needs to be our goal, right. You know, to, to know where we want to go in life and to know, okay, like I know who I am and who I want to become. And this thing is not becoming of that. So I'm not going to choose it. No. Like, I think if we can see ourselves that way and just understand that, I think that'll make a lot of issues, non-issues. So, but, but I like what you were saying about just choosing, you know, just, just go for it. And if it's wrong, then God will let you know. Yes. Yes. That's, you know, that's where faith comes in. Cause no, you're not going to be able to see the beginning to the end all the time. Sometimes maybe. Rarely, probably, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, but most of the time you just got to try it. You just got to do it and see what happens. Trust. Yep. Trusting. That's, that's a big part of it. And it's hard to do that when you, when you want to fully understand God, it's easier to trust. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, Grace, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, sharing your, your conversion story, your why, your experience with us. Any final thoughts before we sign off? (sighs) Good luck. To all those who are thinking about serving or debating if it's right for them, but good luck and trust that the Father loves you and um, he's looking out for you. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Grace. You're going to be a wonderful missionary over in Portugal. Give him heaven. If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve Mission Journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And... Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life. Close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.